Good day, nerds, and welcome to episode 245 of the Nerd Cantina Show. I'm your host, Ken, joined by my co-host, Steve, and we're going to recap this week's nerd news. We'll begin over in entertainment with our recap of the Emmys, discuss what happened over at the D23 conference, and then we'll jump over into some tech with NFTs, crypto talk, a data breach, and then some space news. A lot to get to. Let's get started. Calling back all nerds. Nerds! All right, and welcome to 245. Let's I guess get started here in uh, in this week's entertainment, which yeah, busy busy week. We got a pretty busy week with some uh, some some big events happening. You know, first one we can just talk about. Sometimes you watch these, sometimes you didn't. We haven't talked about this. Did you watch the Emmys? You <laughs> like your award shows. You normally watch them. Uh, you know, it's it's starting to get to the point though where I just. They used to be fun, you know what I mean? Like people used to give speeches with some jokes and like the hosts were, were funny and it's kind of just stopped being that. So I'd really not interested anymore. So no, I, I really didn't watch it. I knew it was on. And wasn't it on was it what day was it on? Um I think it was competing with football. <laughs> it's it was absolutely competing with yeah, the opening week of football. So uh, bad, bad schedule. Sorry about it. Uh Especially like opening week of football, like kickoff Sunday. Yeah, no thanks. I'm 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 watching Sunday night football. Yeah, I, I think going up against opening week of football for anything is a tough sell. And then yeah, these award shows, which I think like Keenan Thompson was the host. Like you know, normally they try to hype these things up, and I don't know. I didn't see anything. Didn't really care much about this. Uh, but they did have some interesting, I guess, handful of of winners. Really, it was like the same shows that won everything. Yeah, uh, it, um, really. Yeah, it was kind of the same same shit. Nobody like knew really won anything. Um, it's it's the same shows that have been winning or been talked about for for a while now. So there was yeah, really was, no so, yeah, surprises. Ted Lasso dominated everything like last year uh, when it came to comedy, best actor, supporting actor, top show, uh, and then on the drama side, you get Succession dominating everything yeah, i obviously I need to start Severance. that again i need to start that again <laughs> like, I, I, I have i've never i haven't made it through the first season yeah hbo is the one thing that i don't have uh really right now and so i've never watched succession i hear it's great eventually i'll i'll watch it um i thought you know maybe severance would have a chance because kind of a that the hype that that thing had and, and it really it was, was a what, new very well show put together. yeah it was a new show and and like it was really kind of crazy to watch and really done well so you think they might you know give an award to to somebody doing something a little different and you know something new but no they went they just went to the well on on, on everything yeah the you know one that has to go to something new right limited series all the stuff for limited series uh white lotus won a lot of those uh, limited series aspects yeah white lotus it it was a show that it was interesting but I seriously, at some point in time in every episode, I would question why the hell am I watching this? Uh, 100%. 100%. <laughs> like, in, in every single episode, I would question and be like, there's nothing going on right now. This is, this is, this is boring. This is slow. 
I also want to see where the hell this season ends. Yeah, right? like yeah. where the show ends. I'm a big, uh, I'm a big fan of psilocybin, so <laughs> I was all about it for a while. Especially once it got to some of these crazy, crazier episodes towards the end, I kind of knew from the jump off that's what was going on on the island. I was like, I got a feeling these motherfuckers tripping yeah. balls. <laughs> so I, I stuck with it, you know. And had, again, the cast was just phenomenal like to get that many people on on a limited series like yeah um squid game one one you know the the actor for squid game one one that's i was yeah, they won two i thought uh, two yeah yeah I, I don't have my tally sheet um <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i mean like i said a lot of a lot of the same same old same olds uh i haven't watched i've never watched abbott elementary uh it won a lot of uh, several different awards in the comedy category um in some areas that were were kind of uh surprising yeah, i've i haven't watched euphoria and zendaya won again she's the uh the first black woman to win back to back uh lead actress emmys and i think and i think she's the youngest person to ever have two emmys yeah uh, so yeah it, i just uh i don't know i feel I feel like I've aged out of the Euphoria audience, <laughs> but I, I should probably give it a try. Yeah, but I mean, ultimately, one of the interesting stories that I heard about was I, I've, it's another show. I, surprise, surprise! Another show I've not watched, uh, but better uh, was it? <laughs> now I can't even think of the name. But better call Saul. Uh, the the show that's like spinoff from Breaking Bad. Yep. I never, I've never seen it. I never watched Breaking Bad. Um, I, I've always heard great things about the show. You know, that show just ended. Uh, Better Call Saul, the final season, and it ended. And it's ending with a record of, I think it was 48 Emmy nominations throughout the run of the show. Never won a single one. Not, not for yeah. supporting actors, not for an actor, not for a writing, not for anything. 48 nominations over the run of the show. Never won. Yeah, like that's... That's kind of crazy, and especially with how uh, usually, like Emmy, the Emmy Awards, they they do a like kind of a final season like send off award. You know what I mean? Like if you're that good of, you know, yeah, it, it, it's really considered a a, a great show. Uh, yeah, just an interesting little uh, little fact there. Yeah, I'm surprised. I'm surprised they didn't give Ozark anything again too with them having their series finale. They won one well, award. I, mean, I, the, I can't remember yeah, what it was, the, but yeah, they didn't get anything big uh, coming out of it. Yeah, one, the, the one actress won one one for Ozarks. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, that's true. It, it, surprisingly, they got really no uh, no big fanfare from uh, from the Emmys coming out of it. But I guess they'd have to beat Succession, and yeah, like man, <laughs> nobody's like, going to do that. Yeah, some billionaire rich family fight with each other is more interesting than than all these other shows, <laughs> I guess. But uh, we can transition out of uh, out of Emmys to another big event that that took place. Uh, you know, was it from the 9th to the eleventh, and uh, that's the the D twenty three Expo that uh, that goes I think goes every other year. Um, and normally there's there's some news that comes out of it. Always some trailers, some some things. That, you know, it's kind of weird timing. It's really only a month less than a month after Comic Con when there was a lot of news coming with like hints towards phase six all the way out and stuff like that. So it didn't expect a bunch of big news coming out of uh D twenty three when it came to like Marvel and and the stuff that they were gonna release or that they did kind of release at uh at Comic Con. Uh but there there were still some surprises here. Man, the uh we got a secret invasion trailer, which was a pretty big deal. Um yeah. you know, we, we got the Thunderbolts cast, which is pretty pretty well done like it's that looks like it's been has a lot of potential 
I think it looks just about everything that I've seen with speculation for Thunderbolts. It pretty much looks like what everybody kind of expected that Florence Pugh was going to be a big part of it. That uh, you know, uh, in the end, you know, Julie Dreyfus we knew was going to be a part of it. Um, who's the who's the guy? Uh, uh, yeah, David Arbor. Right. Yeah, David Harbour. Yeah, boom, yeah, boom. He, All right. That he was gonna he was gonna be back playing uh playing his his role there. So not a I, I think a ton of surprises, but I guess just to see it all confirmed uh, that that they're going to be in it, it's pretty good. Yeah, to have them all on the stage and, and everything was pretty cool too. Like they, you know, they really uh, milk that um, marketing clause in their contracts <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. for, for this fucking con, you know. But like, yeah, the amount of stuff that that they put out you know it was was pretty big you you also had um you know announcements on directors uh you know we got a few like other teasers um the uh the little mermaid trailer you know the final i think it's the final one came out um we got uh confirmation that the leader will be the villain in the new uh captain america movie which is pretty big um yeah, there's there's a lot of like no like like there's a few kind of like big announcements, but then they just dropped a, like a lot of little just fucking like kind of Easter eggs. Like here's here's a little something about this. Here's a little something about that. Here's like like the amount of information they released was actually pretty pretty big. Yeah, I think one of the the interesting things coming out of it too is uh, did you see the trailer for was it Werewolf by Night? Actually, that's one like because I like once I typed in trailers on youtube i went down that like fucking rabbit hole <laughs> of, of trailers <laughs> and like i i missed that one yeah it, it's it really has like a grindhouse like trailer feel to it like they made it seem like it was on like an old film reel and stuff like that but uh there's there's a lot in the trailer uh it just seems like an interesting little little horror Halloween-y themed uh release that's going to come in october but it definitely ties into some other stuff like they had uh like in it, the the Loki agents, like the the TVA agents and stuff like that. So yeah. like it's going to build and somehow like somehow the werewolves and stuff are going to fit into it. Like I don't know, maybe this is where they start to to bring in like I don't know Blade and some of these other like hunters in that kind of realm. Those kind of storylines that really haven't been played out in uh, the MCU yet. Uh, but but yeah, it looks like it's just gonna be a one off like short run series uh, or special. Uh, but definitely has some tie ins to the MCU. For all the the Halloween fanatics, they released the uh, Hocus Pocus two trailer. Like I <laughs> like I, I I know motherfuckers are, are clamoring for that Hocus Pocus movie, which is so funny to me. That's such like a funny like movie to be like a cult thing, you know. But Halloween's a coming, and and everybody like is a, from a man who shops at Home Depot quite often. Like they they hesitated not one bit <laughs> to to start stocking those fucking shelves with all the Halloween shit. And what's crazy is like there was a line outside Depot to to start rummaging through the the halloween decorations the one morning they released it there's like a 30 foot inflatable skeleton there was a goddamn line out the out the door to to pick these up as soon as they had the shelf people love halloween bro it's 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 fucking insane so I, like <laughs> i know everybody was was all geeked up about that one they announced a Mufasa yeah. movie also, which I, I was going to say. Yeah, like, I, I was, it, it's a pre a prequel about the rise of Mufasa. Okay, yeah, all right. Like, okay, <laughs> I, guess, I, I guess we're just gonna. 
I wonder if they're going to make Mufasa like the bad guy. They're going to they're going to make it to where it's like, oh, you could you could see how you could see why Scar in the end killed that dude. Yeah. Like they're pretty Mufasa good at that when they do when they up. do these like live action movies with like the villains. They they make them sympathetic villains. You know what I mean? They're like, yeah, it's it's Maleficent. She's bad, but everybody yeah. else was kind of a dick to her, so you can't really blame her. You know, like like they're yeah they're they're That's definitely going to do be. some shit. Scar is going to be like some malnutrition, like skinny runt that was just getting picked on by Mufasa the whole time. Yeah. Like, you do like the big Thor Loki dynamic. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's the, the the main events coming out of uh out of FD well, Indi- Indiana there, so. Jones five too. Like you can't you can't ignore a new India an Indiana Jones movie. Y- like, your assumption would have to be that that's got to be the last one. Like <laughs> there's no way. Oh, and Harrison Ford. Yeah, he absolutely said this is the last one, and he I will <laughs> I think not his fall down was, for you again. Yeah, I, I will not. <laughs> My old ass uh, will not fall down for you no more. This is it. <laughs> They had uh they had the actor who played short round at D twenty three too. It was like <laughs> to see those oh, really? yeah, the the picture of like both them together was was pretty funny. Like it uh because like, man, that Temple of Doom was my shit back in the day, man. Like like <laughs> that came out like at the the heart of child movie, you know, fandom for, for me. You know, and like yeah, that that was a big, big fucking deal for me. Num your whole rank get kill. Num mo your whole rank get kill. <laughs> I used to love that shit, son. <laughs> All right. Well, we can we can move on to some other nostalgia uh, as as we get out of the the shows and entertainment. We can talk about one video game topic this week. Well, there's a few uh, video game topics that came out of the Nintendo Con that this this came out of too. You're right. There's only one I care about. <laughs> oh, there should be you two. Bring, there should be you two. You can bring whatever else you want in there. Uh, you're right. There's, but GoldenEye. GoldenEye is the one uh, that I thought I'd care about until I dug more into it. And I no longer care about it uh, because GoldenEye is set to release on both Nintendo Switch and Xbox. Uh, but the reason why I don't care anymore is because the multiplayer version of it, the online multiplayer version of it, is only available on Nintendo Switch and not on Xbox. Which is kind of fucked up. It's it's super fucked up. <laughs> I have so them both, I so I, I ain't worried about it. Like, you know, I, I have them both. I, like, I want to play, I'll play, you know, but I am an achievement whore. Like, I would really like to, to be murking people on Golden Knight. I, that's, that's the one thing that, like, because the minute the announcement came out, you're you're just thinking like massive online play, like like you want to kill Fortnite. Like I don't know, man. Because these these Gen Zers, like I don't know if it's going to transfer over well. No, it won't. <laughs> it you absolutely know? won't pull those people away. I don't know because like if 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 you are the parent of a Gen Z, um. Yeah, you're gonna sit your fucking kid down. You're gonna like, you're gonna fucking play this. Like, oh, you're, you're gonna learn you're today. Gonna fucking, <laughs> you're gonna fucking play this. You know? you're you're gonna learn what what the reason why Fortnite even exists yeah. today. Well, and, and every this game right and, here. and every dad is just gonna give their son bond and and take the odd job with their son not knowing like, <laughs> like <laughs> the no the no odd jobs rule won't be won't be instated till till dad gets to murk his son a few times <laughs> but yeah, like, yeah so this is awesome 
Yeah, I mean, other than that, I think the the other one you said that I'd be interested in is is the the Zelda. Uh, yeah, Breath of the Wild. We've got a release date, or not Breath yep. of the Wild. It's not Breath of the Wild, but like yeah, the new Zelda. Um, can't remember off the top of my head what the the name of it is now. But, but yeah, we get a release date, so uh, like it, it did when that posted. I was like, man, I got to hook up my Switch. I got to beat that first one. Like, I really, I just really need to hunker down and and beat that game. I definitely beat the first one. I'm going to want to play the second one. Problem is, is my sh- your shithead kids ter- lost ter- your Switch. Ter- terrible t- kids <laughs> lost their Switch. <laughs> so they're still actively and working it off to buy a new one. <laughs> if you know my brother and how much he likes to hang on to a dollar, you know that hurt his soul. <laughs> hurt his oh, yeah, yeah. soul. Those and I even had to pull out. some strings to get him access to that Switch because that was a pandemic Switch. Like, that, that, was, that was when there was a Switch shortage going on, and we, yeah. we pulled some cantina strings to, to get a couple switches uh, on the D-low. <laughs> Eventually, my kids will be done paying off that debt, and uh, and they will buy a new Switch. And Yeah, yeah just, just so everybody knows, these kids are making monthly payments on that Switch. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're gonna learn <laughs> oh man yeah not gonna lie i feel you on that though <laughs> but this the the release of the new zelda game might expedite me buying the switch and, and telling them like yeah you guys paid enough like we'll, we'll go get that switch back <laughs> yeah it, it's you know i, I mean i'm looking forward to seeing you know uh one, they always have great storylines, and the uh, the graphics and the gameplay are always phenomenal. So we'll we'll see how they they it, it's it's top three franchises in all the video games. I don't care who the fuck you are, man. You got to give it oh, up yeah, to for it. Sure, you can you can rank them however you want, but if Zelda ain't in your top three, I really don't give a fuck about your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else that I missed out of the Nintendo? Uh, there was some other stuff, but yeah, those were the two majors. I mean, if if you're really that uh, big of a Nintendo fanboy, you could click the link in the show notes and do some other research. We got to keep it moving. <laughs> yeah, so let's uh, let's jump over into uh, I guess our cross here from from entertainment tech. But uh, you know, we talked about this. Man, I don't even remember how long ago it had to have been a year ago, or close to when we were. Uh, when like all the the hype of early days of the NFTs being being wild, and one of the first people in Hollywood that said that they wanted to do it was Quentin Tarantino, who said he was going to release uh, uncut scenes and uh, images from from Pulp Fiction, uh, and just unreleased images, unreleased scenes, uh, deleted scenes, and stuff that nobody's seen. He was going to release them out as as NFTs. And Merrimack said, "No, you won't." <laughs> like, <laughs> We own it, uh, and it became this big debate between Quentin Tarantino and Miramax on who actually owns uh, that unreleased footage. Is it Quentin Tarantino who wrote it, directed it, like was ultimately you know the the, the creator behind it? It was never released as a part of the movie, uh, or did Miramax own it? Uh, in the end, like that lawsuit was still going, never got to a resolution, uh, and then this week they've they've now settled to say. All right. Well, NFTs aren't as popular as they once were. Maybe it's not worth us going to court over this anymore. <laughs> Let, let's just do it together. <laughs> so, so you now figured that was Quentin always going to be the outcomes of profit sharing type of like deal. Like you, you kind of had a feeling that's how it was going to pan out. 
Yeah, I, I, it kind of makes sense. I was hoping that you know, I, like actually, that like Quentin Tarantino would come out as ahead as as winning that lawsuit for some reason. Like I, just like the guy, I was hoping he'd just come out winning. But yeah, it always made sense to just just settle this out and come up with a fair a fair split of of how to how to monetize this unreleased footage. Like people want it. There's so many cult fans of Pulp Fiction and stuff like that. Like just just release the stuff for for people. Make what you can on it and call it good. Uh, but yeah, in the end. They're going to continue to collaborate going forward, uh, and that will include whatever NFTs and things that that Quentin Tarantino wanted to do. So in the end, I guess, happy ending for all. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, one other quick uh, topic here around NFTs, and that's that Starbucks is apparently offering an NFT-based loyalty program where you could buy buy and earn NFTs. NFT like stamps that'll be collected in a uh, essentially what's going to be like a Polygon uh, wallet. They're all going to be based on Polygon. I haven't seen exactly how they're going to get transferred to you, whether it's going to be inside like a Starbucks native app or or whatever else, but it's going to be written on the blockchain. You're going to earn these these permanent tokens uh, through Polygon and it's going to give you some access, some discounts, some things through Starbucks uh, as you as you collect them and earn them. Th- it, this makes me wonder. This makes me wonder about like Starbucks's customer base. Like, are the is the new generation like anti Starbucks because because of you know the young kids they like they like their their causes you know and Starbucks and unions and and uh, you know work practices are kind of a big thing. So does Gen Z just not not get the the ventes? <laughs> See, I, I, maybe what what I liked from. From a crypto fan, what I like to think is that this is just a brilliant way for Polygon and for for crypto degens to expand this into just the the, the realm of basic bitches and like <laughs> slap these NFTs all over every pumpkin spice latte. Mm. We're, we're hitting the fall season, and yeah, let's, yeah, let's get this crypto season. pump. Yeah, let's, <laughs> pull up the Uggs. <laughs> let's get this crypto pump going again on the on the back of uh of of the Starbucks fans here. I, I think, well, like, uh, in all honesty, like a lot of it makes sense to me. Like I I know they have those uh like state themed gift cards, and there was a whole big like online campaign for these gift card collectors you know like they would they would be messaging people in hawaii like could you just send me a your used starbucks gift card from hawaii like i don't have the hawaii one and like people were trying to collect all the all the different starbucks gift cards and you know so like digital here we go like here's have fun guys like give us monies we we don't have enough (laughs) monies <laughs> so here's something else to chase down that we don't have to spend, you know, money physically producing. Well, that's all wild to me. But uh, in, in, from that perspective, like, yeah, maybe you know, every different Starbucks you go to or different states, or whatever else, is going to give you a specific NFT badge that you've gone to a Starbucks in that specific that location and stuff like that, and it, it kind of serves as your know, verified collector of digital things for sure. Um, All they're they're going to do limited edition stuff at locations. It's going to drive sales. Like it's going to be buy a, buy something on this day, get this, and yep, you know. Star- and it's gonna work. It's gonna Probably. work. It's for sure gonna work. <laughs> the amount of money they charge for coffee and, and like you, you can't stop people. Like people try to quit Starbucks like drugs, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> so, so here, here we go. That's fine. 
All right, and then one last thing in uh, in crypto is uh, didn't put it on the outline, but we're recording this you know a day later than than we normally would, and because of that, we're recording this after the merge, which oh, it happened when I was sleeping. Talk I think, too, right? Yeah, yeah. Don't have yeah. Don't have to talk too much about it. Uh, it happened a couple hours ago, but the the merge from Ethereum proof of work to proof of stake has has started is 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 underway. Ethereum just went just dropped. 92% of its energy consumption, which is the biggest complaint that anybody has towards NFTs and crypto and stuff like that is, uh, is kind of the, that it's bad for the environment and stuff like that. Well, that, that argument has gone, uh, gone away at this point in time. And we'll see at some point in time, this, this might be a momentous moment in, uh, in, in history. Or it's just a, a blip on a fad that <laughs> that went to zero and I <laughs> ETH to the moon. <laughs> no, like yeah, it's it's normally in a, a different time this would be a, a big money making kind of like news release, but it's you know, we're we're in like the death valley of crypto and NFTs right now, so it's uh it's kind of going off I mean, with a, a whimper. It should have never been a money making thing like the price of Ethereum shouldn't change with it necessarily, uh, because nothing's changed. <laughs> nothing, nothing's changed about it from yesterday to today, as far as from user it, aspect, its value, sure, yeah, its like... functionality, its cost, as far as as a user, like fees and stuff like that. None of that changes. It's all the same. You're going to pay the same gas. You're going to say you're gonna, it's going to have the same transaction speeds. It's going to have everything else. Just the difference is is how it's being validated uh, and and its impact on the environment. Uh, so. Either way, it's a it is a huge thing uh, within the crypto tech space uh, that this successfully transitioned over, uh, and and we'll see in the in the future where where Ethereum yeah, goes. I would, if I would more need somebody to explain to me though why why this doesn't affect transaction fees and stuff like that because they're they're now going from I think it was like a thousand something transactions per second to a hundred thousand transactions per second. Um, Energy consumptions lower, so energy costs associated with mining are lower. Like I don't understand why it doesn't affect cost and gas and and stuff like that. That are major complaints from Ethereum users. Not an expert, but I mean, gas prices were never ne- never tethered to the expenses to to mine or to do anything else, right? It's just it's it's a it's a matter of like. Volume prices, yeah. how fast how fast people want their transactions to go through, uh, and they pay up the gas in order to have their transactions go through now and outbid the people in front of them. But you figure so that number had to have been based off of, of transactions. That number has to be based off something, and it's you know, as a business owner, you would imagine it's based off of cost of cost of use, you know, uh, supply and demand. So how many transactions they can do per you know. Like like uh, all these stats that we named are usually like what you would consider like operational costs and operational stuff that basically dictates what you charge customers. Yeah, but in the end, that those operational costs because it's a decentralized operation towards the validators. It, like those, everybody's costs are different. It, it doesn't actually apply. All that matters, and it's the same as today. If if there's a, you know a million people trying to transact this minute well then the people who pay most get their transactions happen faster so people just will so the gas price will just continue to fluctuate based off of the next transaction wanting to outpace the ones before it uh and so yeah but but at the same time that's happening that so with that with that being said the amount of transactions you can process in a second has 
fucking exponentially went up. So therefore, the speed that you need to process your transaction has become less paramount to whatever you're doing. You know what I mean? So it's like transactions are going faster. So my need to pay more to have them done faster has gone down. So therefore, I, I, I'd have to you know what I'm saying? Like, checked. that's what I'm saying. Like, I, we, we need a bigger I, egghead here. Like, <laughs> it, it hasn't done anything towards towards how many pa- how many or the speed at which it can transact. Uh, so that's I think what you're saying is well, the volume. Is it, it's gone. Not true. The volume has gone up. You can transact. You do more trans. I know. I read that it's going from a something like a thousand something transactions per second to a hundred and something thousand transactions per second. So if I could do my job faster and, and get more customers through the, the the demand, you know, the the supply that's technically like supply end supply end has gone up. You know, so when supply end goes goes up and demand kind of stays the same, usually cost goes down. I said more to follow uh, because I don't. <laughs> you're talking about that it being able to to do more transactions per second. I don't think you're. I don't think that's accurate. I read I don't, it. Don't I read it. That. There's an article in our stock uh, group that I read that that literally said that. Like I will I will search for it and I will send it to you. <laughs> but I know I know I read that a hundred percent. Now, there's all kinds of other solutions and layer two solutions that that operate on top of Ethereum that absolutely can transact in the thousands of times faster. Uh, but when it comes to layer one Ethereum, I I don't think there's a noticeable increase in uh, in in transactions. But whatever, we can verify that over time. But in the end, like I said, gas doesn't change. It, it's still going to go to the highest bidder. Uh, and in moments of of peak transaction, gas is still going to go higher. In, in when it's low volume transactions, they're going to be cheap, which is which was current on proof of uh, proof of work. So it doesn't matter whether you're paying your gas fees to validators uh, or to miners; the cost is the same. With the amount of the amount of money I'm putting in, a, you know, per gallon into my car, they really need to find a new name for this because I'm sick and tired of talking <laughs> about high gas prices. Like, I'm just sick and fucking tired of it at this point. All right. Well, we had a. Our nerd out there long enough. Let's let's move on. We've got a, a couple other topics just to get to uh, for this week, and one of them being a data breach that just took place, which is in, in an area that you wouldn't normally think about it, but a data breach that maybe affected your TV. Uh, and Samsung just had a data breach of all kinds of personal data from uh, from their users uh, that's tied to their Samsung TVs. That if you have a Samsung TV, you have to create a, a Samsung account in order to kind of like save your settings and download the apps and whatever else to your smart TVs. And Samsung had a data breach that included, you know, names and birth dates and all kinds of other information uh, that that is tied to whatever accounts that you linked to your Samsung account. And really like the article that that we've got highlighted in uh in the show notes and like also for myself it's like why do you why do you need a login for your tv right you have login for all the apps that you're using you have a login for all the other stuff like do you does everything really need to capture my information and just be well, it's, a potential it's just a, a money grab factor you know it's just a money grab because all any data we're stealing is data we're selling so they're they're selling that shit on the back end you know it's not you know, there there could be a reason why you know well there are multiple reasons but there there's this could be one of the reasons why TVs are getting cheaper you know and and whatnot like hey we'll we'll knock the price of this TV down a couple hundred bucks so we can get some more new TVs with these voice you know like like I I just got 
I won an I won a sixty five inch four K TV from an NFT project, and I ended up getting a uh, a Hisense TV, which is made by Google. So it has the the Google system built into it, so I could tell my excuse me, <clears throat> I could tell my my uh, TV, hey Google, play blah blah blah. You know, it's it's one of those like systems now, like Alexa. You know, so they like they're wanting to get more of those TVs into homes. So what's a good way to knock the price down but still not lose any profits? Hey, we're gonna we're gonna put these smart TVs in your home and we're gonna make you, you know, give up all this information and all this data and, and we're gonna sell it. So actually we're gonna make more money by making this TV cheaper. Yeah, I mean it's it's probably as part of their profit model. Uh and I guess it just you know, it just shows that like there's just going to be a point there's everything is going to require a login every every single device in your home is eventually like for those people who you know kept saying like oh they're not gonna they're not gonna have an alexa in in their house or they're not gonna have you know smart speakers or smart homes or whatever else because they don't want the the listening devices around it's like all right you're a better man than me i can't i can't live you're a year and you're a year or two away from like everything being a listening device like (laughs) your microwave is a listening device here in the near future it's just there's there's really not going to be any way around it i'd be surprised if my house plants were fucking telling somebody something (laughs) 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 at this point you know but yeah like it i just have to assume at this point that like my personal information is just public knowledge like like i i I you know I hand out business cards and somebody asked me the other day like you know well your your address is on the business card I was like well technically it's my business address as well you know and they're like well then people know where you live and it's like in this day and age like I, like, like I, I I'm pretty sure anybody that, want, that wants to do bad shit you know they're gonna you want to know where I'm at it's it, you're gonna be able to find where I'm at with a couple couple keystrokes yeah. Nowadays, you know, everybody wants to worry about being doxxed, but, you know, we grew up with white pages. Everybody's fucking address <laughs> you know was everywhere. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you wanted to know where your friend lived that you went to school with. Just look him over the white pages and go walk and knock on his door. It's yeah, no I, I will never, like, I don't know why you have those, like, certain memories that stick out in your head, you know, when you're younger. And I just remember, man, I can't even tell, remember how young I was. I just know, remember I was young as shit. And I searched, we were flipping through the phone book, you know, just because you're bored as a kid, just being a little asshole. And I saw a name in there that was, her Her name was Rebecca Gillette. You know, there's a whole bunch of Gillettes in <laughs> oh, in the phone yeah. book. And I, and I remember, I remember call, this. I remember calling Rebecca Gillette. And when she answered, I just asked her if she was the best a man can get. And like as a kid, that was the funniest shit I ever did in my life, man. <laughs> like, but but the the amount of prank calls that used to go on because everybody's fucking number and address was just like right fucking there in a giant book they threw on your fucking front porch every year. <laughs> so so like the fact that people have my email address and and some other stuff like whatever. Like whatever. <laughs> the only thing I'm trying to hide from motherfuckers is my social. Like and I'm, and I'm sure that's plastered everywhere as well. Like fact. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right, now that we've just aged ourselves, uh <laughs> we can we can move on to to other topics here. Um got an interesting story this this week. It's not heavily tech focused, um but it's it's China focused. So, 
Yeah, whatever. We're and, we, and we whatever. just I'm like it's so odd that it's it's like we were just talking about this last week, yeah. like flippantly, you know. Like, yeah, we, <laughs> and then, then the minute we get done recording the show, I'm like, huh? Here's here's the, it, it's it's like when your phone listens to you and sends you the ads. Like it was like our phones were listening to us and then sent us this article. Yeah, because last week we were talking about the next generation fighters and how advanced they were. We were talking about yeah, different military technologies and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. Not wanting to use Chinese technology. And then, yeah, that same day, we got the, this article that came out from uh, various sources or whatever else, but Pentagon uh, suspending the delivery of all F 35s uh, to every branch of the military uh, because they discovered metal alloys that are being used that come from China being used in the, uh, in the aircraft. So, that's how serious we take this stuff. It's not that computer chips or circuit cards or any tech type things that that realistically but no we're talking about magnets uh, <laughs> a, a magnet uh that does not have any capability to transmit any information to the rest of the system has been found that and it was detected that it was coming from china and they've halted all the production and delivery of any f-35s uh until a different vendor for that magnet uh can be identified yeah um i'm not sure if this is like an oversight, and they just like didn't. Oh, somebody, somebody took some money, or, or somebody, somebody like, got <laughs> fired. You know what I mean? Like, how does how does this happen? Because like we're, Do you we're know doing how clo- this, they they so closely look at these supply chains and stuff that that's that what I'm feed saying. Into like, these programs, how, like yeah, I don't know how this slipped through the twenty layers of bureaucracy <laughs> that, that 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 looks at these things without somebody like fraudulently concealing this yeah this but, is this is some spy games type shit if you ask me but yeah there, i mean there's some good like future there's a it's a future war like uh fictional uh, book or whatever else but it's it's talking about like a world war in the next 20 years uh and one of the things that in that book what they do is like at the beginning of the conflict the u.s we lose control of all of our f-35 fighters because there was one small microchip that was in there that was like a sleeper cell microchip that Chinese individuals like got into the manufacturing process, hid the fact that it was there, and it had like a pretty much an on button that they were able to hit whenever they wanted to to make everything go go dead. 100%. Maybe that's what this magnet is. Hundred percent. Maybe, maybe that's what this magnet is. You never know. You, you um, don't know, and they bought they trying to find out. Like, <laughs> but I, we can. all right fine we'll just move on to we got one more uh topic here that involves china and that's transitioning into our space section here in china apparently is is planning now three different missions to the moon uh after discovering a a new mineral uh new material coming off off of the moon in one of their rovers they had in 2020 uh they they have a new mineral called changesite changesite I don't know how you say it, um, <laughs> but it could be potentially used as like an energy source. And what I don't understand is they say they discovered this. And then the article also says they're the third country to discover this. That doesn't make sense. One person gets to claim discovery. Everybody else is just... <laughs> tell, tell Columbus <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> they ripping down statues on this whole premise. <laughs> <laughs> so... In the end, like 
it's kind of interesting uh, that that China right discovered uh, this this mineral. They're going to uh, now like actively go attempt in the next decade to do three manned missions to the moon, uh, looking specifically for the purpose of seeing if they can find significant uh, deposits of this mineral and see if they can turn it into an energy source. Uh, so, man, here here comes here comes the mining operations on the moon. This is this is the real space race now. Yeah, moon wars here. Moon wars <laughs> in the future, folks. Like it, and uh, a lot of this, I think, you know, the the mineral. Obviously, like we said, is people have known it's been up there. It's not like we just figured it out. And I think a lot of this has to do with the fact that you know we just recently did a story of like the timeline of when we're going back to the moon and China's like, oh, we could do it in days. Like they're like, like they're, they're, they're leaving in like a week. Right. <laughs> like Anytime they want a big major stadium built for some kind of event, like that, that motherfuckers up in, in, in a month, you know, like they're just like, oh yeah, you're not going to the moon for another couple of years. Yeah. We'll, we'll go in a month and we'll, we'll, we'll set up shop before you. Like, yeah. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. Uh, you know, we just talked about right. The Artemis, Artemis program still has been delayed for its unmanned orbit mission. That to me is yeah. Again, it's something we did fifty years ago with quite a bit of ease at that point in time. Like it was a routine thing that we were doing fifty years ago um, or sixty years ago. And now we can't even get off the ground to to go repeat that. And yeah, if China's saying they want to get people on the moon uh, three times in the next 10 years like, i expect it to happen ramp up quickly oh yeah uh, i'd be disappointed if it didn't yeah they're not they're not going to give no fucks but we can talk about the strength of uh of u.s <laughs> 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 space systems here with uh our last last article for the week and uh last topic in space and that's the, the blue origin rocket had a problem this uh this last week and I, I, maybe it's a success in failure in the sense that so Blue Origin rocket had a mishap uh, in launch, and then about a minute after launch, uh, you could see the 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 lunar module uh, just blow the the. <laughs> oh, I can't help myself but to say to blow off the tip, the tip of the dick. <laughs> oh God! As uh, as the. The lunar module uh, had to had to blast off because there was some level of mishap in the rockets. Uh, the reason why I said maybe this is a, a success found in a failure is that well, the emergency better now than later of the, of the escape <laughs> system. It, while this one was unmanned, it performed exactly as it was supposed to. There was a mishap in the rocket. It detected it. It launched the hell out of the head, uh, out of the tip. Launched some parachutes, came down to the ground safely. Had people been in there and this mishap happened, lives would have been saved. Uh, in this case, it was just a, a proof of an emergency system and a complete and utter failure of a, of a launch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like like you said, it's sometimes you can take these L's and, and turn them into W's. And, you know, I, I'm pretty sure that we've done multiple stories where SpaceX has done the same thing, like... You know, rocket blew up, but no, it's good that it blew up. We're we're glad we know these inform the information from this thing blowing up. You know, so a bunch of eggheads are gonna you know crunch all the data. You know, do do some math things and and <laughs> turn this into a net positive. Yeah, I I don't know if Jeff Bezos has that same opinion as uh, as Elon does towards these these type of failures as he's playing catch up anyway and like. 
What, when, he didn't think he was going to have a rocket blow up? Like, you, you'd be the only when, motherfucker without a rocket blowing up? Well, you got to remember, when SpaceX had it happen, it was a brand new test rockets happening for, you know, in the Starship in its early prototype phases when it was just a stainless steel, <laughs> like, gigantic tube trying to f- test things out. This... This is like a launch. This is a legitimate launch of a proven rocket system already, and for it to fail, like you don't see, you don't see these satellite launches from SpaceX failing at this point. Well, I mean, just uh, consider it a W that William Shatner wasn't in the motherfucker. I, that's, that's true, but because you, you killed, you killed, you killed Kirk. Boy, there's gonna be some outrage. Like you ain't ever going to the fucking moon. Shut it down, buddy. Shut it down. <laughs> for real I wonder how confident that next celebrity launch is going to feel <laughs> yeah not me motherfucker not me <laughs> yeah SpaceX SpaceX uh, stock just went up a little bit alright well that's it for uh, for a week in news yeah not bad and, uh, I of, think this a lot of, lot, of, lot of entertainment yeah, there's a lot going on, and I, I think this might be the last one for uh, for a couple weeks. Is uh, there's a lot going on in uh, in life? I'm going to be be out and away from uh, from my normal routine and unable to record. So, yep, we're we're we'll gonna be back take in a, a few weeks. Yeah, we'll we'll come back as soon as we can get to it. Glad we got this one out with all this con news, you know. So nice little tidbits of information for you guys to marinate on for a little while, and uh, we'll be back. Well, a, a lot of these shows will be kind of like really either wrapping up or towards the end we could do some recaps and stuff when we get back it'll be uh that should be interesting yeah so just uh follow us over at the nerdcantina.com forward slash community you'll you'll see the the releases happen there as well as if if you if you haven't subscribed or done something or rated us in spotify and you're listening to this now come on yeah let's uh (laughs) let's do the thing what the fuck uh and and we'll talk to you here in a couple weeks until then see you see you